Everything started on a bleak, February day in 2023 when Nicola asked Neil what on the surface could be deemed a softball mundane opener to an episode. Little did they know at the time that they were about to open a can of worms that would keep on giving for months and, perhaps, years to come. Before we get on to our main postulation, I think we have a little uh, intro uh, appetizer postulation. So uh, I don't know what it is. So well, it's, it's interesting that you use the term appetizer, actually, okay, Neil, okay. because we need to talk about sandwiches. Oh, okay. And, uh, well, first tell me, what do you think about sandwiches as a concept? I think it's uh, probably one of the best food inventions that we have managed as a as a modern like species. I think they're... Oh, wow. I just, really, I think they're like... Uh, there's, when it's done right, when a sandwich is done right, and I would, you would almost have to include burgers in that, right? Like, but in mm. general, when a sandwich is done right, they are a phenomenal snack slash lunch. Not a dinner, but it's a or something. Right? Well, a little bit. For me, there is a matter of principle here. Mm -hmm. uh, people have been very annoyed by me over the years when we've sat down for sandwiches and I've refused oh. to eat. A sandwich is not a meal. In my then, more than half a year later, a listener wrote in for the far reaches of the Scottish Highlands and asked a question that has puzzled countless podcasters since the introduction of the craft. Item from the mailbag. First postulatory item, excuse me. Neil, and this one is, I'd say, right up our alley. I'd say very much our bread and sausage on this podcast. Uh-huh. And that's is a hot dog a sandwich this coming actually from user if triple m from glasgow in scotland so i think the sandwich is one of the finer inventions of humankind and if i was to try and define it i would say a sandwich is at its core a marriage <laughs> oh i love this actually i hadn't i hadn't prepared this but i'm already off to a good start the the sandwich is a marriage of bread and condiment with an optional meeting of the minds between those previous parties and a meaty or vegetable-based filling. It's a celebration of unity and it represents our modern world where slow cooking and hunter gathering is no longer required and we can create something in a flash. Eventually, the time came to bring on the experts. Listeners, welcome back. Special guest joining me today from the British Sandwich Association, Jim Winship. Jim, welcome to the podcast. Hi. Yes. A big polarizing one from, from our listeners. The one they really wanted us to ask you about is hot dogs. <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, I mean, under our current definition, hot dogs don't fall into the sandwich category. But again, I think they are very much part of that food to go world. And, and mm. uh, they, they've, they, they seem to lose their way at one point, but you see more and more of them again now. Um, I think it's one of those things that fashion dictates that they come and go, some of these products. Uh, now, it was time to finally hear the other side of the story. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back and a very special welcome to Eric Mittenthal. I hope I've said that right, Eric. Please tell me if I've, if I've gotten it wrong. But uh, Eric is joining us as the president of the U.S. National Hot Dog and Sausage Council. Eric, welcome to Lost in Postulation. Thanks for having me. 
Thank you very much for joining us. And uh, as our listeners are, I'm sure, uh, also, we are very curious to know a little bit more, first of all, about what exactly it is you do at the, uh, the Hot Dog and Sausage Council, uh, how you got there in the first place, what led you to that, down that path. And then we'd like to get into some, uh, some specifics around hot dogs uh, that we're very eager to hear more about. But how about we start just with a brief intro from yourself, um, what, what your role entails and how you ended up there. Sure. I'm president of the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council. Um, and Hot Dog and Sausage Council exists as part of the uh, Meat Institute in North America. That uh, the Meat Institute represents meat companies that produce uh, the majority of the red meat in the U.S., beef, pork, lamb, and veal, uh, the majority of the poultry as well, chicken and turkey. And the Hot Dog and Sausage Council is uh, a project of the Meat Institute, uh, very specific to hot dogs and sausages, where uh, people had a lot of questions about hot dogs and sausages and how they're made and what's in them. Are they sandwiches and the like? Uh, so I work for the Meat Institute. Uh, is my full-time job. And I uh, came to the Meat Institute 12 years ago to work in communications and uh, help tell the story of the industry and the things that we're working on uh, and got involved in the Hot Dog and Sausage Council as part of that. And uh, as a person who loves hot dogs and sausages, it was a natural fit for me to uh, talk about. Uh, I started off as vice president working with the Queen of Ween, uh, who was the president at the time. And, uh, <laughs> we we, we made it to the, the, the titles at uh, the Hot Dog Absolutely. and Sausage Council. Uh, and so in 2015, uh, the Queen was uh, busy uh, taking on other projects, and I was doing a lot of the work for the Hot Dog and Sausage Council and leading uh, a lot of our efforts. So I got elevated to the president, Hot Dog Top Dog, and uh, I've been doing that since 2015. And um, it's a it's a it's a blast. I get to talk about hot dogs and sausages, and uh, you know that's uh, what, what what better job can you have? It's amazing. I was just picturing like you at parties must have the best intro ever. I mean, people must react amazingly, right? Yeah, it's a fun way to introduce yourself at parties. Uh, most people don't know the Hot Dog and Sausage Council exists, right? but there is a council for everything, uh, it turns out. Mm -hmm. And so, of course, there's one for hot dogs and sausages, too. So, yeah, it's a, uh, it's a great conversation starter. Fantastic. And can you give us an idea then for those of us not even in the industry or, or, or close to it, what would a typical day look like for you or what are you kind of spending your time on mostly? Yeah, you know, uh, we, we work with hot dog and sausage companies to help, uh, you know, talk, talk about the hot dogs, uh, hot dogs and sausage industry and, uh, you know, come up with interesting creative ideas for uh, celebrating hot dogs and sausages as the great all-American foods that they are. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, my, my day is often, uh, you know, putting out materials and promotions. Uh, we have a fun website um, that, that's just a piece of, of my job. And so uh, I'm chief strategy officer for the North American Meat Institute. Um, and we lead, my, my role is really to lead our sustainability efforts, um, which hot dogs and sausages are uh, very sustainable foods. Mm -hmm. um, we make sure that we're using uh, you know, all, all of the meat that's available from the animals to, uh, to, to put into the hot dogs and sausages. And so, um, you know, it, it, it flows in well with that, but, but most of my job is taken up, uh, in my role as chief strategy officer for the meat Institute. And, uh, and so I add on the hot dogs and sausages when I have time as well. That's great. I love it. And Eric, what would you say, like in terms of the, the trends with hot dogs now, you know, in, in, in 2023, is it, is it a growing sub-segment? Uh, are, are the trends positive there? 
Are there any kind of threats or, or existential threats you see, for example, from, you know, to go and, and delivery foods in the U.S. at the moment? Yeah, I think what we've seen over the last couple of years is particularly as the price of various uh, foods have gone up, uh, including meat, uh, you know, hot dogs and sausages remain very affordable for people. And so, uh, you know, the, the market has been strong because people in, in many cases are trading um, from higher value cuts like maybe steaks uh, to hot dogs and sausages, you can still get uh, great protein, uh, delicious meal, um, maybe a little bit more affordably. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, the, the, the market has remained very strong for hot dog and sausage products. And uh, I think I think we'll continue to see that moving forward. Great. And um, so what we really want to get into so a, a lot of this, this investigation that we've been carrying with us, you know, on the podcast now for months, right, it, it started with, uh, one uh, postulator, we call our listeners postulators when they send something in, sending in the age-old debate question of, is a hot dog a sandwich, right? And on that journey, uh, we've gone, we've talked to uh, a lot to people in the sandwich industry, sandwich experts, a lot of that being being in the UK, where we also have a lot of listeners. Um, and, and they've come with, with a lot of their knowledge, with a lot of their ideas uh, on the topic. And a lot of this was now, okay, let's let's really get to that other side of the story. Let's have Eric on. Uh, and I mean, I guess let's start with that, right? Let's start with Eric, is a hot dog a sandwich? Yes or no? A hot dog is not a sandwich. There you have it. Are there, are there fighting words? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's, I, I, I have a strong feeling about Eric, and I, I know you, you're the expert on this. I'm no, I'm no, you know, uh, I, I'm just a mere amateur in this world. But we, when we were researching, and I'd love to hear your reaction, right? When we were researching, we heard where sandwiches come from, and it was uh, John Montague, Earl of Sandwich, who asked for a piece of meat to be placed within two pieces of bread because it would help him keep his fingers clean. You've probably heard the, the story, right? And to me, then, a hot dog from a purely philosophical angle, really ticks that box because you eat it with your fingers. You don't need to uh, get your fingers dirty and it's a piece of meat between uh, two pieces of bread. So I, I see from the website, of we've, we've done the research as well, you, you've said or come from the starting point of it's not just a sandwich, it's so much more. But aren't sandwiches quite fantastic in and of themselves and isn't it a, something of an honor for the hot dog to be counted among the sandwiches? That was my approach at least. Sandwiches are fantastic. Uh, I would argue it would be an, it would be an honor for sandwiches to include hot dogs in their category, but a hot dog for goes sure. beyond. There it is. Uh, oh, and, okay. and, and, and honestly, so so we we don't even include the kind of really simple basic argument on our website because it's so much fun having this debate with people. And let me tell you, uh, this debate's been going on uh, pretty steadily since about 2015. Um, as far as I know, it got started kind of in NFL locker rooms, interestingly. Uh, there was a, an NHL team, I think uh, the Buffalo Sabres started asking it as part of uh, you know funny social media uh, engagement. And ever since then, it has been a kind of nonstop uh, topic of conversation. For, for a while, uh, it would be pretty much daily that someone would reach out to me, either via email, social media, uh, my cell phone is on our website. We don't, we don't hide uh, you know, our, our, our interest in talking about hot dogs. And so um, you know, I, got, I got asked every single day. And so I feel like I've heard every argument that I possibly okay. could hear. Uh, yeah. But the, the, the really simple answer is this, okay? 
So when it's on a bun, it's called a hot dog. When it's not on a bun, it's also a hot dog. Mm. The bun is irrelevant. It's not about uh-huh. the bun. It's about what's the in the bun. Is that is what you're saying. Mm. Correct. This is a new dimension for us, Neil. I hadn't considered this. I hadn't considered this. Is, this has thrown me now. Oh, no. Now, that's, uh, that's fascinating. And how do people react generally? I mean, it, do you think it's like 60, 40, 70? Like, how many people would you say are generally in your camp versus the it is a sandwich uh, camp? Yeah, we, we, we've done uh, surveys and we've seen surveys pretty consistently. It's about two thirds say not a sandwich and one third okay. say it's a sandwich. Okay. That's well, nice. it's a strong majority, two thirds. That's for sure. It is indeed. Yeah, you, you, you won't get that kind of a majority <laughs> in any election, particularly in the U.S. No recounts no. needed. Yeah. That's a landslide. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, no. Wow, absolutely. Yeah. But I think that's, that's quite clear then, yeah. And... Uh, what you had a point, Nicola, around the, yeah. the styles, right? There was like New yeah, York versus I, Chicago. I think this style, is especially for, for yeah. our listeners overseas, not in the US, a bit of an insight into this Chicago versus New York hot dog war, right? If, if you could tell us a bit more uh, the, the narrative around that and, uh, and where you land also in terms of uh, preference on that spectrum. Yeah, you know, I, I I wouldn't classify it so much as a Chicago versus New York war. I mm-hmm. think I think the war is more on deep pizza dish, when yeah. it comes to uh, Chicago versus New York, um, <laughs> deep dish versus mm-hmm. New York style. But um, you know, in the U.S., the the hot dog has evolved to be a very regional, regionally specific uh, item. Um, you know, you can get your your basic hot dog anywhere, but but based on the regions that you're in in the country. Um, you know, what you put on the hot dog and even the, the hot dog uh, itself can be quite different. Um, in New York and Chicago, it's both typically all beef hot dogs. Um, you know, you have different uh, manufacturers in, in different regions. Um, you know, you, you can get you know, certain brands anywhere. But in New York, the, the Sabret mm-hmm. uh, hot dog is kind of the one that you see on the streets there. Uh, in Chicago, it's Vienna beef. Um, slightly different styles. The Sabret's a little bit longer, thinner hot dog. Vienna beef's a little bit uh, thicker. Um, you know, both, both delicious. Um, and then the toppings um, are, are, are quite different. You know, New York is typically, um, you know, mustard, onion, sauerkraut. Um, in Chicago, they top it um, with, with a wide variety of toppings, including um, sport peppers, tomatoes, pickles, uh, uh, neon green relish, celery salt, um, uh, mustard and onions. And so um, it is a, mm-hmm. uh, you call it dragged through the garden. Um, and so... And the way it evolved there, it, really the way it evolved anywhere in the U.S. is uh, largely through immigrant populations, um, you know, settling in different areas and, and establishing their own culture. Um, and so in New York, you know, that was kind of the birthplace of the hot dog in the U.S., certainly coming over from Europe. Um, you had a huge wave of immigrants coming over in the 1800s. Uh, they set up shop in Coney Island. You had, you know, Nathan's uh, startup there. And, uh, and, and you had, you know, other immigrant populations going elsewhere in the country. The Chicago dog specifically evolved in the Great Depression um, mm. when people were looking for very hearty meals uh, that were affordable. Um, you could pile all the toppings on a hot dog in Chicago, and uh, that just kind of became the thing in Chicago. Um, you know, elsewhere in, in, mm. in Michigan, uh, you actually have the Coney dogs. Uh, it's a, it's a, a popular belief that a Coney dog is a New York thing. Uh, it's actually a Michigan thing. Uh, thick beef chili kind of out of a Greek uh, heritage. 
um, in the Southwest, you have hot dogs that are Sonoran dogs that are uh, more of a Southwest uh, Mexican heritage with beans and uh, mayonnaise and bacon on them. Um, so again, kind of depending on the population and how it evolves, uh, you, you get differently. And uh, it's not, not so much of a war as much as just kind of, you know, people, people in different parts of the country have a different experience. Yeah. Fantastic. And dare I ask, I know, I know, know, knowing your background, Eric, I think I know where you, you might go with this, with this question, but just to check, right, is there a growing interest in vegan hot dogs or is that, uh, is that something you see or, or are you more focused on the, the traditional classic? Well, yeah, there so there's no such thing as a vegan hot dog, believe it or not, uh-huh. because by USDA regulation in the US at least, mm. uh, hot dogs have meat in them. So um, if, it, if it does not include meat, it's technically not a hot dog. Um, mm. There are more uh, meat-free choices on the market. Um, I think the evidence over the last couple of years is pretty clear that those are not um, doing particularly well. Um, and so, you know, I, we're, we're supportive of, of choices. And so, you know, there's, there's no problem with, uh, with having those various choices on the market. Um, you know, we, we firmly believe that the meat choices are far superior. And I right. think, uh, the, the people voting with their dollars tend to agree. Um, but, uh, but yeah, there are more choices out there and there are more hot dog choices out there. Um, you have the ab- ability to buy, uh, brands that um, you know in various parts of the country that maybe you you couldn't do once upon a time, and uh, we're we're really happy to see uh, so much variety that's available that people can choose what fits their. Uh, and do, their, do you see that? Most. Do you see that potentially evolving uh, with the USDA to to have a definition which is also inclusive of those uh, plant based foods? Let's call them, or do you is should there should we keep a very strict separation going forward? There's a pretty strict separation, um, and particularly in that uh, mm. plant-based products are not regulated by USDA. Um, so, so any meat in the U.S. is regulated by USDA. There's an inspector that must uh, review uh, the products for wholesomeness before it goes into commerce. And so every single meat product you get on a store shelf in the U.S. is USDA inspected and approved. Uh, plant-based products, uh, because of our regulatory system, are regulated by um, the Food and Drug Administration. Um, they do not have that level of scrutiny with with daily uh, in, in, in inspection. And so, um, because it's a very different regulatory system, I don't see that evolution occurring. Um, and I know there's been some push to um, there, there, there's been push to make sure that what consumers are getting in the store it, there's there's clarity. Um, and so, you know, we, we've seen particularly in the sausage category that, um, you know, some, some manufacturers for a little bit were describing their, their products as, you know, a bratwurst or an Italian sausage um, that did not incorporate meat. Um, you know, we felt like that is, consu- is, is confusing for consumers. And, uh, and so we want to make sure that, you know, when people are buying a hot dog, uh, that it's very clear what they are receiving. Um, and so, you know, their ingredients are listed, but it needs to be right fr- front and center. If there is not meat in that product, um, that it is a plant-based product. And, uh, so people aren't, aren't confused into what, you know, what they're buying. Fascinating. 
We have we have so many questions. I don't almost don't know where we can like uh, where to go next. I had a, a quick one for you on the contest aspect of hot dogs, and I'm not sure to what extent you're involved uh, personally, but it's certainly something as a as an international viewer of the of the American uh, culture. It's one of those aspects that certainly hasn't traveled so much, and it's, it feels like a very American thing. Uh, to what extent have have you been involved, or I mean, is it something that you you even go to take part with, or is it something that's a bit more uh, outside of your scope? We have not been directly involved. Um, you know, Nathan's is a, uh, a member uh, and uh, Joey Chestnut, the, uh, the, the wonderful champion that he is, is a, is a friend of the uh, Hot Dog and Sausage Council. Um, but, uh, but yeah, we're not specifically involved. We, it, it is a wonderful uh, celebration of hot dogs. It's very appropriate that it's on July 4th, uh, the day that is the uh, most, the, the, the Americans consume the most hot dogs, the single most uh, biggest consumption day of the year. Um, and so it's, it's a great way to celebrate hot dogs. We love Joey Chestnut. He's, he's a great American hero and, and, and uh, hall, hall of Fame sportsman, uh, but we don't have any specific engagement and involvement there. Amazing. No, we have to get as sooner or later. We're going to attend uh, an event of theirs. It's just uh, we just need to get over there. Yeah, I've, I've actually never been, and uh-huh. it's one of those things where I, I would love to go. Um, I'm in Washington D.C. Uh, going up to New York for July Fourth, uh, standing out in Coney Island when it's a 90, <laughs> ninety plus degrees. Uh, I, I'd rather stay at home and enjoy my hot dogs at home. That is fair. That is fair. And actually, can I ask? Oh, sorry, Nicole. I'll, I'll ask one more. Uh, I'm not sure if you. I'm not sure, Eric. Have you ever been to Denmark or uh, anywhere nearby? Right, but we hot dogs are very popular. You haven't been, sorry. But uh, hot dogs are extremely popular here in Denmark. Probably the most popular uh, street food. And in particular, there's a style of hot dog called a French hot dog. In Danish, it's the Fransk uh, hot dog. They call it. And uh, first of all. Are you familiar with it? It's a kind of a bread as a pocket system, and then the, the sausage goes in, and the bread is entirely like uh, the circumference. Do those exist in the States, first of all? Uh, we have corn dogs here, uh, and uh-huh. I think uh, out in Hawaii, there's the, the puka dog, which is sounds like a similar uh, uh-huh. similar orientation. Um, I, I have heard that, that hot dogs are very popular there uh, in Denmark, but uh, but yeah, I've, ne- I've never been, never had one. But we, we have the corn dog here. I don't know how, how closely that, that fits. Never had a corn dog in my life. I see them in movies and TV all the time, and I always wonder what the hell are they. But uh, sound good. Yeah, corn dog. Also, the the outside, the oh, bread fried. itself uh. is you know cooked and fried, right? Whereas this one that, that Neil refers to is just the way the bun is. Is there's no kind of opening other than the hole, so you kind of slide it on, and then that that just kind of carries it. But I've only seen it in Denmark, to be honest. So uh, corn yeah, dogs are, you are, you know, cornmeal uh, breading around the hot dog. It's it's uh, deep fried. Um, they're they're good. It's actually not my favorite. Uh, I prefer just a traditional hot dog. But they're, meat on yeah. a stick is always always a fun, uh, great way to to uh, conveniently eat. That's the thing with hot dogs. Perhaps the only downside from my, from my point of view is that you kind of need both hands involved to, to maneuver. At least I'm not very good at a one-handed hot dog. So, yeah, anything that solves that I'm, I'm in favor of. But Depending on how great. much is on there. You can definitely do one hand if you, if you don't have too many toppings. But uh, we actually have a great video on our website for how to properly eat a chili dog. Uh, oh. It does have two hands, and you you got to kind of get yourself uh, in the right position. But you can do it without making a mess and, uh, and, and enjoy it. What a wonderful website. We, we've, we've enjoyed it a lot kicking out. It has a lot of fun on it. We've enjoyed it a lot. And, and there's a lot of rules of etiquette around the hot dog that you guys mentioned, you know, and, and you talk about, you know, 
dress the dog, not the bun, you know, uh, things like this. You also say, I mean, at one point, I don't remember the age limit, but something like after you're 12 years old, you cannot put ketchup on hot dog, right? You shouldn't. So I wanted to ask you about a European mannerism here, which is an obsession with mayonnaise. Where do you land yeah, on mayonnaise? Is, mayonnaise is good. Uh, the Sonoran dog out west uh, includes mayonnaise, so so yeah, we're we're supportive of that. Okay. And the etiquette guide is 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 our way of of just you know adding to the fun of hot dogs. Um, you know, we we wanted to put out some uh, so, some rules for people to have the ideal hot dog experience. Uh, we say if you're over the age of eighteen, uh, it's time to put the ketchup away. And that's actually uh, more permissive than the Chicago dog. So in Chicago, they are uh, extremely passionate about ketchup and hot dogs and the belief that ketchup should never be on a hot dog. Uh, and so they say from birth, uh, you should never put ketchup on a hot dog. There are books written about it in Chicago. Uh, if you go to a hot dog restaurant in Chicago, uh, typically they will not have ketchup. Uh, and if you do ask for ketchup, they'll kick you out. So, uh, you know, they, they feel very strongly about it. We are a little bit more forgiving. Um, but ketchup just isn't the ideal condiment for hot dogs. We Eric Mittenhall, unbelievable. <laughs> Box office. That is, a, that is a guy who is right for the job. He represents hot dogs and then some. I love that. Yeah. That was amazing. I mean, the, just the level of engagement, the passion around it. The, we, we went everywhere. We delved into the history. I mean, it was, uh, it was dare I say, enlightening. Um, and what I want to discuss with you, Neil, is mm. does this kind of, you know, bring us towards a natural conclusion of our, of our debate? What do you think? Because you weren't yeah. aligned with everything. I think he really does have a checkmate here for us on us when i say us i mean those of us on this side of the debate right which is that it is a hot dog if you if you just give someone a a sausage on a plate with some ketchup you go hot dog that right. that does that does work um and i despite the philosophical overlap that i i got at you know with the sandwich versus hot dogs it is, it is very much its own concept, you know? And it, some of the points on the website, you do have to kind of agree with, you know, like you don't say, hey, I'm just going to grab a hot dog. You know, you, do, you, don't, you don't say, hey, I'm going to get a sandwich. Do you want one? A sandwich it's like, with a sausage. Yeah. I'm, getting, I'm getting a hot dog. And if you said that, if you called a hot dog a sandwich to anyone, they'd be like, what are you talking about? You know? It's, it's, I suppose where I still get stuck though is that surely, surely, surely we're in the same Venn diagram. You know, like we're talking about stuff that has bread, with meat in the middle, you know, like, and I think they have more to learn from each other than if they didn't interact, if you get me. Yeah. I still think sausages and sandwiches, hot dogs and sandwiches have like a shared history and a shared culture that they could embrace, especially when we talked to Jim Winship and he mentioned how, you know, the level of innovation in that sandwich game has been higher historically than in the hot dog game, for better or for worse. Um, so I still think there's something there, but I, I very much take the point, uh, and it's a good one, that uh, a hot dog is a hot dog, whether there's bread or not. I like it. Right, right. I don't think, you know, it, it is a technicality, but I think it is it is a strong one. It's one that, that we'll definitely take on board. Um, what I liked, Neil, was also this, um, first off, congrats on uh, to you as my co-host on being named the official podcast of National Hot Dog Month. Uh, that was a July. big coup for us. I would a say big so. coup for us. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
uh, first official podcast of anything. So I think we, we take that and run with it. That's great. We take that and run with it. And then I like that he had, when we said that, that he gave a bit of an opening to coming towards to the same table as the town. Yeah, he did. He, he openly, he really opened the door to that. I don't know if the, if the BST, the British, the BSA, the British Sandwich Association, will see it quite the same way. But uh, that is, that is the challenge that we need to take upon ourselves. I think so. I mean, I think we're burdened by great expectation now, right? Because what we're trying to do here is we have parties that we know don't agree on everything. But we want to get them to agree on something, to to bring a, a general peace to this. Um, so some soul searching <laughs> to the, be done, but I think we can don't get they, them. Don't they basically agree, though, when I think, like I'm thinking out loud here, Jim and the British Sandwich Association were saying a hot dog is not a sandwich, right? Although it's it falls into the food to go category. And Eric also is saying a hot dog is not a sandwich. So is it just us that's you know, <laughs> like we're the odd ones out here? It seems like everyone agrees except for us. On well, this. then it should be. And I feel like they're the experts. Yeah, well, then it should be easy, yeah. you know, to bring them to the table. We need this to to be formalized, though, right? Because I don't think this has been. Um, I can acknowledge. Okay, so we, yeah, I see. So we're not trying to necessarily solve like a, a conflict as such. It's more about uniting two parties in their shared agreement on a topic. Yeah, the United Nations of foods with bread. Mm. Something along mm. these lines. Is there more here? Because we, we'll have sandwiches and we'll have hot dogs. Is there a burger council we could get involved? Or like, you know, where, where's, what's next? Well, that's person? a good point. And that's one we discussed a lot with, uh, with Jim Winship, right, of the BSA, was the nuance of mm. is the burger the hot dog, etc. Uh, sorry, is a burger mm. a sandwich, etc. We didn't discuss it with him today mm. because it's obvious uh, that it has nothing to do with the hot dog, yeah. but exactly, exactly. I think we need to get the the third leg of this stool, and we got to talk to somebody about burgers. It feels like the natural, and I mean, where you, it's kind of actually an endless rabbit hole because you could also be like, is a kebab like a Durham roll? Is that a sandwich? You know, uh, it is in the sense that you can buy a wrap now in Marks and Spencers in the UK in a sandwich pack, you know, and you eat it like right. a sandwich. So a wrap is a sandwich, but is a Durham roll a sandwich? I guess not. Although some people right. might say it is. And who represents them? Who's, where's their headquarters located? You know, I have so many questions. Yeah. So really the, the the more we talk to people from this from the, the wonderful world of sandwiches and hot dogs, the more I'm like, wow, there's there's so much more to discover it here. It is uh, a topic that one might even say is ripe for postulation. It is insanely ripe for postulation. It is right in the sweet spot. Yeah, well, Neil, I mean, I think I think that's where we are at the moment. Let's also get the listeners' verdicts on where we are. Uh, great stuff from from Eric Mittenhall. As you said, box office. I mean, put this guy yeah. on, a, on a poster of a Scorsese film and it'll sell. Yeah, a huge thank you one more time to Eric as well. That was uh, super nice for him to join us and to, to share his views. I think he, uh, he did a brilliant job. So a huge thank you to him. 